Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Season two, episode two of Father Daughter First Down. I'm Maya. And I'm Joey. Another loss to the Packers. Um, No surprise there. However, our first drive, I was actually having some confidence with the Bears, um, but that was short-lived. I kind of fell asleep during the second and third quarter. Uh, not actually. It was just really hard to stay awake while we just kept getting trampled by Aaron Rodgers and his offense. Fourth quarter was looked a little more promising of trying to make a comeback or at least make it a close game. And then, you know, to be fourth and in inches at, uh, at the I don't even line. think it was. it wasn't even inches. It was like an inch. Like, I think it was one inch. Yeah, it was the worst. I mean, if that doesn't sum up Chicago Bears football, then I don't know. Nothing's changed. Does. When you see a play like that, you just scratch your head. I mean, coaching strategy, offense, just lining up in a shotgun, lining up in a shotgun. That's the talk. That was the talk of the announcers right from when it happened. What are you lining up in shotgun for when you need? an inch, maybe two inches, maybe an inch and a half for a touchdown. I mean, it was, that was crazy. Epic failure. Epic. Yes. Um, I would have not been as upset about losing to the Packers if, if they had made it a close game. I knew we were going to lose, but at least make it close. So it's not as humiliating. That's every where we become. We just time. we're excited if it's close. You're excited if it's close. I am excited if it's close because that means that, you know, it was a competitive We're making progress. Game. We're no. making progress. Uh, no, it was this competitive at times, but there's no sustainability. There's no passing attack. And boy, our tackling on defense at, at one time, I thought the Bears thought they were playing a game of two hand touch out there because there was a lot of hands on these running backs and nobody was wrapping up and tackling. It was it was really bad. And you would think that, you know, going into this game, I had a little bit more confidence in the coaching staff only because our offensive coordinator was the former quarterback coach for the Green Bay Packers. So I thought, oh, this guy, you know, knows how the Packers run their offense. He knows how Aaron Rodgers works and everything. So I thought maybe that could give us a little bit of an advantage or an insight as to what the Packers would be doing this week. Doesn't everybody know how Aaron Rodgers worked? Did we really need to hire their coach? And did he ever really need a coach? I mean, don't we know that he just kicks our ass and and he makes it look so effortless? So effortless. Also, they're just a much older team. We've got a lot of rookies. We're a young team. And that brings me, one of the announcers was saying that the Bears are spending approximately $100 million less on players than the rebuilding. Packers are. That's why. I know, but we got rid of a lot of people who are taking up, you know, space with salary caps. So, and then we got a lot of free agents for, you know, quote unquote cheap, but like we have a rookie quarterback. We have a lot of people under rookie contracts, which is great, but, yeah, but we're not helping Justin a little, right? We're not helping Justin Fields, but let's, let's, can we like, let's talk about something good. Like the running game, the running game was great. I mean, the whole, except for the one inch play, 
except for the one inch play, but Montgomery played great. Herbert could have done better. He was okay. Could have done better. Mooney well, has he not didn't been have involved. Many carries. He Mooney didn't have many carries. Mooney hasn't been involved. We have a terrible wide receiver core. What? Well, no, it's just we we lack talent. We lack talent. You only right. had eleven passes. We had twelve passes in the previous game in in terrible weather conditions, and in this game, when you're behind and you should be passing, but the running game was working so well, so they ran the ball. Kudos to the offensive line uh, in that in in the second half in that, when that running attack was really taking off, but really, I mean, we, we have no talent, um, on the receiving end, uh, tight ends. I mean, our two biggest completions were like on trick sort of gadget plays. One where Montgomery flipped it like a, like a mini flea flicker back to fields. And the other play was when they rushed up to the line to catch, um, green Bay sleeping. It was like a rush play. And so they were sort of like pseudo trick gadget plays. Those were their biggest pass plays. And and they only threw the ball 11 times. It tells you, you know, the fact that we have a coach that was once at green Bay, I don't think was, was, you know, meant one thing. Well, also watching those, you know, little trick plays or whatever kind of reminded me of Matt Nagy's first year, how he came in, he had these trick plays and he was able to, you know, do something with it. And then it all went downhill from there. Well, it went downhill and years later when they figured him out here, it was only after one year, really. Right. But here we're not even, yeah, this, this, I have no confidence right now. It's very early. So I still want to have some optimism, but little confidence with with an abundance of optimism yeah, and I know I am, it sounds I like an still, oxymoron but I'm trying to look on the bright side again some I some of our rookies I have a lot of confidence in yes there were a lot of penalties against the Bears but I do think that these rookies specifically um Kyler Gordon who's number six and number nine on defense they're starting out he those guys i i see a great potential in them i just I, hope I think that hopefully they, keep they it up. learned a lot from this game because they yeah. they missed assignments and uh aaron Rodgers took them to school many times and they came up really quick on some where they're supposed to fill the gap on times where um the running backs were getting outside and bouncing away they missed a lot of tackles but again, they're, we're going to see rookies are going to make mistakes. They're being thrown into the fire and, and uh, let's hope they uh, can only get better. It's early on for those guys. I will say this was across the NFL, a very exciting week. I know there right. are two, we are recording this on Monday night and there are currently two games being played right now as we speak, but this Sunday was a really, really exciting day we had I think it was like two or three comebacks Miami came back um against Baltimore Tua through for I think it was six, six tu- touchdowns six touchdowns um wow I mean yeah. and I think Miami's really you know bringing hot. up Tua bringing up Tua and I'm thinking of other quarterbacks who are super athletic like a Kyler Murray had a big comeback game some unbelievable highlights just from that one game he has highlights nearly every game but they came back and they beat uh, the Raiders in overtime in Las Vegas. Um, uh, who else am I thinking of? Lamar Johnson and, of course, Patrick Jackson. Mahomes. Jackson, thank you. Thank you. Speaking of Lamar so, Jackson, I read something this morning that 
even though Baltimore lost this weekend, that Lamar Jackson actually made history and broke Michael Vick's previous record because Lamar Jackson had both a 75 yard passing and rushing touchdown in this game. So I don't know what the previous record was that was set by Mike Vick, but Lamar Jackson broke that. And to, you know, put up those numbers and put up those stats is quite impressive. Well, those are two big plays. They're big play athletes. And we're not seeing that yet out of Justin Fields. I know it's still early, but but these other guys and two others, a lot of pressure on Tua. People didn't think he was going to make it. He came into the league. Uh, he was injury prone in college and and this week's game really was was uh, something for him. And he's uh, take notice NFL. I think uh, Miami, no one's going to sleep on Miami. Miami's but... hot. They've got a good new coach who, you know, ran an excess, a successful offensive uh, regime in San Fran that I've always admired. So it's exciting to see Miami, you know, heat up. Also for me personally, I have Waddle and Hill on my fantasy team. So each of them put up uh Waddle got 40 points. Hill had 42. I so have Hill too. That was, um, that was great. That made me win this week. So you're, so. Ba- you're banking on Miami. <laughs> my fantasy. Am. I think you have another fantasy with a guy named uh, Garoppolo in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah Garoppolo but I don't know if he's, is, is he on your fantasy team or is it just purely fantasy? It's, it is purely fantasy, but Garoppolo is back. I am thrilled to see him back. Obviously not thrilled about the way that it happened. No one wants to see anyone get hurt, but Jimmy G is back in action and wow. The 49ers insurance plan with him is unbelievable. I mean, to think that no one wanted him in the off season because of his price tag. And the the shoulder surgery that he had, but you know now everyone's like super jealous of the 49ers. and thank God they have Jimmy G who knows that offense so well and is you know going to carry the 49ers for the we'll rest of the season. We'll see so what hopefully, hopefully Jimmy stays staying, healthy. It's all um, about staying healthy. Yeah, but you have so, to have talent, and that's what our home team does not have. And that bums me out. I think Fields has talent. He just doesn't have like the supporting cast around him and you know he does go out of the pocket and i think he's yeah. great when he goes out of the pocket but you know but we're, that but we're dropping him, him straight back we're dropping him straight back if he had 11 passes over 50 percent of them for sure were drop back passes oh yeah he should be rolling out it should almost all the time be run pass option yeah where he's rolling out and if he sees the sideline take three yards take five yards let's we got to move the chains we got to get positive yardage Yeah. And And speaking of moving the chains, Green Bay had a lot of instances where they were third and long and they converted pretty much every single goddamn time. Third and long. Great. You held them to third down. Now finish the job. Finish it. They had twice as many first downs as we had. They had over more than 200 yards. Once again, just like in the previous regime, we're at the basement when it comes to total offensive yards, uh, total points scored. Um, passing yards were dead last. Uh, it's anemic. It's like a bad high school passing attack. It's not even, it's it not even touch a, football out there. That's for sure. Well, for the bears, it was yes. Right. Right. Um, but it was such an exciting week. I 
was lucky enough to catch the end of the Jets Browns game. Oh, I don't know exciting. if anyone else saw that. I think it's always fun when like the second string quarterback who, you know, Joe had his, you know, shining moment, you know, winning the Lombardi. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco sorry. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Had his shining moment winning the Lombardi in Baltimore. And now, you know, he's kind of taken a backseat as QB two and bounced around on a few teams. But, you know, to see him at the end, just, you know, sealing the deal for the Jets and to beat the Browns in Cleveland um, is just so exciting. And honestly, it almost didn't happen if uh, Chubb had stayed, had gone out of bounds and the clock stopped. Who knew, you know, who knows right. what would have happened. And what about, there. how about, what if I told you at the beginning of the season, the New York Giants would be 2-0 and and the Indianapolis Colts would be 0-2. I want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Actually, I put that on my list of things to talk about. The Colts didn't just lose. They got slaughtered. Okay? They got spanked. Slaughtered by a team that was in 32nd place last by the way, year, 31st. By the way, Jacksonville has talent. They have young talent. Their arrow is pointing up. So they're better. Their arrow is pointing up, but I think it's going to be a slow they're better than that. They're, they're not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. They're a good team. They've got a good coach. And speaking of coaches, I thought that was really, you know, first of all, the Colts have lost to the Jaguars. I think it's eight times in a row now. They're in the same division. So they play each other twice in a season. So Doug Peterson, when he was, he is the current head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he was formerly in Philly and won the Super Bowl in Philly. And his um, offensive coordinator was Frank Frank Reich. Reich who is the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts currently. So between those two locker rooms or those two like front offices, the Jags and the Colts, it's a lot of former Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl, you know, personnel who kind of put that whole thing together for the Eagles to win it. So it, it is interesting to see, you know, Doug Peterson and Frank Reich on opposite Matching wits. And the Colts were, you know, projected to be a powerhouse this season. They have great talent. Definite playoff team and possible Super Bowl team. They went out and they got uh, Matt Ryan. And and they got a tough schedule ahead of them. They have a tough schedule throughout. But let's get back to our beloved Bears. All right. All right. Do 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 we have a sauciest play of the of the game? This week, I mean, I mean, I do not I, have a sauciest play of the game as I'm holding, which up. is sponsored by my dad's barbecue sauce. But I do have a sauce. I want to. I think, I think this is the um, it's a spicy or I can't tell. It's it's a sample size. This is not for This is spicy. Oh, this is spicy. Is the I had some of this this you? weekend. I had some wings with my dad's barbecue sauce. Very good stuff. Delicious. Very, very good. I have a sauciest player. I think Gibson played very well. We're doing player, about. not play. We're doing sauciest player. Can you, if you can think of a sauciest no. play, be no. my guest. You're allowed to have one. It's a boring game, pretty much, but yeah. from, from Bears plays yeah. perspective. But Gibson had about three or four sacks on Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to make him the sauciest player. I think it was two. But yes, he did play well. He played, he played with a lot of passion. Well. He played but a lot I'm going to give it to defense. an offensive player. David Montgomery, he ran, he, 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 
he slipped tackles. He found the holes. He was making cuts. He he, he runs looked, like with he was, anger, and it's awesome. yeah. He's he, and he's always falling forward, and he's moving ahead. You never see him get knocked backwards. He's just a tough little well, bowling don't jinx ball it. out there. I'm not jinxing it. I, he was the sauciest player for me on offense. All right, yeah. No. Defense, I, the defense sucked. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers, he he still owns us. I mean, what is it? 23 I think he, he owns us. games. He it's owns ridiculous. us more than the McCaskies own us. But he, shitty owners. But he's such a freak. He's. Did you see when he would put on his hat on the sidelines? It looked like he had pass. He looked like a rabbi. Well, he's what, got what that. He always had he had a weird hairdo going on. I mean, he's always got something weird. He's and then they always had that got other, something. Then they had that other guy, the fan who looks like him that they kept on going to on a couch somewhere in Alaska. Oh, maybe. no, what it was, was like somewhere in Europe, I think. Oh, right. He was, was in Germany. Alaska. Excuse me. It was yeah, in Germany. I mean, right. weird dude, but, you know, weird you can't dude. knock his success. So. No. No, and he owns us. And he, he owns us, yeah. so you kind of have it's, to accept it. It's embarrassing. It. And all my friends up north of the border, I just, you know. You know, you also have to Before kind the of... game, after it was 7-3, I'm getting texts from people in Wisconsin saying oh my gosh. that they have the spilkies. They're like, they're they're shitting in their pants. And I'm like, really? Give me a break. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, Aaron was stop. just getting warmed up. I was like, just up. stop. Yeah, exactly. He's just getting warmed and, you know, up. And, and one of the things that we do, like here's, you know, we, we'd like to talk special teams from time to time. Maya, can you tell me why the Bears are the one team in the league? And they did this with the previous coaching staff as well. We the the ball gets kicked to the end zone line, and we're oh, running it out, yes. or in, or two yards or three yards deep oh, in the end zone. Oh, that bothers me so much. Every once in a while, we'll get it to the twenty six, but I more often than not, yeah, it's we had one good yeah, return. Everybody one. takes a touchback. We have no offense. Take the you ball also, to the twenty five yard line. What what me, is the deal with that? It, even if you get it, we're the to only like team the in the league 30. that does that. Even if you get it to the 30, I still don't think it's worth it because anytime you run and you leave that end zone and you don't take a knee, you are risking injury. And to me, that is not Well, that's why they installed the, the rule. Risk. They reward. It used to be you got the ball to the 20. Now they give you the 25. They're trying to reduce the injury. They don't. Listen, one of the most Sometimes you don't have plays, a choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice. You have to run One of the most exciting out. plays, right. One of the most exciting plays in football is a, is a long kickoff run let alone a kickoff touchdown but we don't have Devin Hester we don't even have that guy we had last year I forgot his name two years ago Cordero Patterson Cordero Patterson but the guy last year who played against Green Bay had had um some big uh special teams returns but I I forgot his name he got traded to (laughs) Cleveland I think oh oh the guy from Miami a little guy yeah he came from Miami yeah yeah um anyway Let's, Let's move talk on. about the Texans. We are hosting Lovey Smith back at Soldier Field. Um, it's it's been a minute. Mr. Excitement. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, I've By never the way, been a you, Lovey fan ever. Well, you went to the University of Illinois. What, why don't you speak about his? Um, oh, uh, his, there's, his there's tenure nothing to in say. college. I mean, the there's fact that he got a say. a NFL position after I don't know what his record was at Illinois, but it was not good. He it I don't think he ever toilet. had a winning. Se- no, he, he's he was nope. terrible. But terrible. we got two defensive-minded coaches going against each other, so I'm predicting a very low-scoring game. And the um, Texans do have think? been doing well. The Texans beat the Colts, and they um... no, I think they lost this week. They lost, but it was a really competitive game. I think they played the Broncos. I want to say. Uh, Russell Wilson got his first win in 
uh, Denver, but I think it was a com- it was a competitive game. Those no, we're going to have our hands full every yeah, week. We we're going to have it every. But, and let me tell gonna... you, I looked at the Texans roster. I did not recognize a single name except I know who their quarterback is. That Davis guy who's a second year, Stanford. I believe. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. But other than that, I did not recognize. I mean, he's putting up better numbers than name. Justin Fields is. I yeah. mean, yeah. But then again, I mean, I, I think Darnell Mooney is like as much as I like him. He's he'd be a a, a third wide receiver on nearly any every other NFL. team in the yeah. NFL. That's and Cole the issue Komet, with him. I, he's I don't know what. He's okay, so I, not, these guys aren't getting open. Is the bottom line? Well, Cole keeps dropping the ball, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, had, I think he's a better like blocker. Ball he's a much yeah, well, he's a much better blocker, and we need, you know, we have such a, you know, not great, they're not that as shitty as they were in the past, but they're not the best O-line, so I think Cole's talents are really in blocking, but I made the mistake of benching Mike Gusecki, who plays for as tight end for the Miami Dolphins, and I put Cole in, thinking, Your you know, mistake I'm going to give... drafting, Mr. <laughs> okay, in my defense, my tight end one is George Kittle and George Kittle has been out with injuries. So I think that was actually a pretty good draft pick on my part. Um, so I kind of coming back is Kittle coming back. I hope so. Maybe now that Jimmy's back, they'll like reunite or something. Maybe he was just sitting out cause uh, he missed Jimmy too much, but well, I feel like because the bears aren't on a national telecast this week they have a chance whenever they're on a national telecast oh, they suck they screw up they, right? they and screw up. it's amazing how the broadcasters on the national how they they have stage they, fright no it's it's so scripted how you know they're, they're trying to create drama and before the game and even during the game when the bears were losing how they they're talking positively about the coaching staff and they're they're very um what can I, they're, they're dramatic and they, um, they want, they want to create, I know they they were dramatic too, by the way, are we a little bit? (laughs) All right. And anyway, speaking of dramatics, uh, we forgot to mention this last week, but we definitely want to put it out there that we appreciate everyone who continues to tune in and listen to us complain (laughs) bitch moan about the bears and we really appreciate any feedback negative positive we got some nice feedback from people yes but even if it's not nice we want to hear it we want to improve so seriously please email us maybe we're not um touching upon that you think we should be talking about bears anything you want to hear you don't hear you like you don't like either comment below on YouTube or you can email us at fatherdaughterfirstdown at gmail.com. We may not respond to everything, but we do read everything and we really enjoy reading it. Even if it's bad, the good, the bad, the ugly, we appreciate it greatly. And it helps determine, helps us determine if we will continue making more of these episodes. I'm still wearing my shirt. And I'm wearing black. (laughs) What uh, what's the prediction this week against uh, our former uh, leader, Lovey? Mm, okay, I'm not that confident in us. I think that we will, if we win, I'll stay positive. But I think if we win, it'll be we will get in field goal range and kick a field goal, and that is how we will win the game. And I don't have a score prediction for you. Do you have a score okay. prediction for me? I'm gonna. I'm gonna I think you're. I, I I like the field goal. I think it's gonna be low scoring. We're 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 bad offense. 
I'm going to say the Bears, it could be an OT game. This this could be an OT game. That's why I made my field goal prediction. I'm going to say it's going to be 17-14 Bears. Okay. Okay. I also see Justin Fields scoring a touchdown. By the way, but... is Lovey sporting the, the the gray beard these days or did he that shave it for the NFL? I haven't seen him in that a while. That is something we are going to determine. You know, the Sunday. Santa Claus beard. You know what I'm yeah, talking Yeah, you know about. that they were selling that in like the the bookstores on campus at did University of Illinois? One? No. Did you buy one? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, we should get one of those for the next broadcast. I'm you, a, let's make a bet. You can get one. Okay. If, so who, here's the thing. If the Bears lose you will we're, order we're, one we're we're wearing we're okay. wearing the lovey speak for yourself you will wear one will and if they win we won't have to wear them and buy that stupid piece of crap okay. <laughs> so all right all right with no further ado ready yes one two three